Episode 102. We're back and we're better. This is BD Radio. Welcome back in. Um, we got a few, hey, we got a few concerned clients that reached out to us and said we had some audio issues, but we fixed them, we smoothed them out, we're fine, everybody's fine, okay? That episode was dog shit anyway. Um, episode 102 of BD Radio, this is your co-host Cam, and alongside me as always is Ryan, aka Grooves, aka The Goat. How are you, bro? I'm doing good. The uh, audio was on my side, so I apologize for that, guys. I've updated software, firmware, everything that I can do. Did some test runs today, so we are good to go. Um, hey, I'm sorry. Hand up. That was me. Uh, but I'm doing great, you know, going out of town for the weekend, coming back Sunday. So it's going to be kind of a whirlwind week weekend. Then turn around next weekend, go on vacation. So it's going to be a little crazy the next couple of weeks, but you know what? Uh, doing great. Can't complain. I heard that, dude. You know what also is doing great? That cut-off hoodie you got. It's a good hoodie, I see it? you, dude. What brand is that? Oh, this is Target. Shut up. Did you this cut it Target. yourself, or is that just oh, natural? Oh, yeah, I cut it myself. I feel that. I, I, hey, that's a vibe, dude. You got, I mean, symmetrical sleeves. I mean, we did it right. I did. I, I completely eyeballed it, completely guessed, and you know <laughs> what? It worked out. It paid off, dude. Looks great. Um... Let's dive right in. First off, we I was not a part of last week's episode um, because I was in Eustis, Florida um, with some family friends of ours. Um, I may have mentioned them in, in the past, but we went down there. I had a few gigs, and it was an absolute blast. And uh, I came to the realization that just actually I knew it, but it really just solidified my point and how I feel is that rural America is the same everywhere you go. It doesn't matter if you're in New York, Maine, Washington State, California, Florida, Bama, Louisiana. They're all the same place. I swear they are all the same place. It's unbelievable. Um, good folks, good food. They treat you right. Um, it's just it's just good folks, man. And Eustis, Florida is case in point. The towns are really close. It's a lot like where I'm from. you got Thorsby, Clanton, Jemison, you know, all that area. That's a, a few minutes away from each other. You had Mount Dora, Eustis, uh, what's another uh, place down there? Um, Mount Dora, Eustis, and uh, there was one more joint. I think it was actually where we played initially. Um, but they all had pretty cool downtown scenes. It's like small town downtown. Um, but it was right, they're right next to lakes, huge lakes. Um, we're about, 40, well, about an hour and ten away from Orlando. Uh, and these lakes are massive. And it's super cool. They got the yacht clubs down by the main area. And uh, had a few gigs down there. It was a blast. One of them, dude, listen to this. One of the bar's names that I played was called the Magical Meat Boutique. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll repeat it for all our listeners here. The Magical Meat Boutique. There is some... uh... Sus. It's got some sus vibes. But listen, it was an absolute blast. Yo, the crowd was great. Um... The people that we went and we really hung out with and what we were there for, they showed up and showed out. They invited everybody they knew, and, dude, it was just an absolute blast. Um, super, super cool gigs. Gained some new followers, gained some new fans, and um, it's kind of a minor taste of what it's going to look like for me in the next few years, uh, traveling around and just trying to get the word out, you know. And um, I'm stoked. I'm fired up about it, and uh, it was a really cool experience, and I can't wait to be back there, hopefully, in the near future. 
Yeah, man. I mean, I saw the pictures and stuff that I think you posted either on Facebook or Instagram or something. And it looked like you, it looked like pretty cool spots. Um, looked like you had a good time. So happy yes. for you, man. Getting, Hey, it it's lit. better than getting out of, you know, being stuck in Birmingham, getting your it's name true. out there, different people. No doubt. Eight hour drive Sunday back, but, um, Ooh, it was, I, it was, so worth where it. It is was a dog that exactly? Employed. It's literally, a, it's literally an hour from Orlando. Like, it's the right there. Left coast West or right Florida. coast? Okay. West Florida. So kind of near Tampa? Three hours from Tallahassee. Um, Tampa's deep south, I think. Because um, like Tampa, I think, is like an hour, hour 15 from Orlando. That's why I, I asked. Guess, I think Tampa's on the other side. No, nah, Tampa's uh, on the same side. No, I mean, but like, I think Eustis is north of Orlando. Oh, okay. And Tampa, maybe south. Gotcha. Let me look it up. Eustis, Florida. It is... There's Eustis. Yeah, you had Mount Dora, Tavares. That is the other. That's the other city that's really close to. It. We we did all three. It was a blast. Yeah, there's Orlando. It's right at but it's right north of Orlando and Daytona's directly uh, east okay. of uh, where we at where we're at. Jacksonville's north of it. West Palm Beach is just down the coast. So it's Jeep, east. Jeep so you're on the Atlantic. Atlantic. You're not in the Gulf. Correct. It'd be Atlantic technically. Okay, so east coast. It would all be East Coast, um, but it's really close to the middle of, of where we're at. We're probably it's right between Ocala and Orlando. I got you. I know where that's at. Super cool plot. Super cool spot though. Rural, um, like I said, and uh, the, they built the main city, the downtown spots per se, um, next to the the lakes, and uh, it's it's pretty cool, bro. It's pretty cool to see, and um, I can't wait to go back. Uh, Michael Ray's family, that's uh, that's who we know down there, and we went down there, and Michael Ray's video called, um, oh, I'm botching it, uh, Holy Water. He had a music video, and he recorded it down there, and there was this little church that he recorded that. We went to that church. It's so funny. It's like, yeah, that looks like every church in Thorsby. You know, like, <laughs> so weird, dude. Let me guess, we, wood, white. We It's all white wood. Yeah, yep. you can tell it's been a 100, it's 150 years old. You know, like, it's so old. And uh, you can tell it's super small, like, holds 50 folks max. Yep. And um, it, it was a it was a cool vibe, dude. Um, it was a really cool trip. And like I said, I hope, I hope we can swing through again. Yeah. And I know you mentioned on that, that's probably, like, your last trip before you moved to Nashville with the family, right? Yeah, that was the last family trip that we're going to take uh, before Nashville. I got next weekend, I got a gig in, uh, in, at Innisfree on Saturday in Birmingham. On Friday, I'm going back to my hometown in the entertainment district. We're going to play outside and rub the streets off. It'll be really cool. We can actually do it this time. Right. Um, so that'll be a blast next week. Not this coming weekend, but the next, uh, 13th and the 14th. And then the next weekend, I'm going to Destin to see my buddy Chance. Um, you met him at New Year's yeah. that one year. Chance was um, good. I know you listen. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he, uh, I'm going to see them. Me and Charles are going to go down there and see them. Hey, you can't, it's a good excuse to go to the beach. <laughs> That's right, dude. And it'll realistically be the last time we were, we were able to go to the beach for a while. I mean, we're, we're we're moving three hours north of where I'm at, and it's three and a half from here. Right. So it's uh, it'll be a trek if we go to the beach. So it'll be far less convenient. Um, so we're going to go down there and see them and see the sights and get be on the beach and. All that jazz. I'm probably gonna buy a cheap ass skim board and break it. Just, just a nice, nice wooden one. Exactly. Just give me a thirty, forty dollar one, and let's hey, get to you work. do it for thirty minutes. You'll be can hold my more cardio, ass. more cardio yeah. than you've done in you know ten years. I swear, more real cardio for real. Yeah. Um, 
It uh yeah, we're going down there and then the weekend after that we're gonna hit the lake with our, our people and then then we head on out. And then I pack my shit and I get out of here and then we go make a bill a billion dollars, you know. Hell yeah. Sounds you know, like a good plan to me. Too easy. Um, but onward. What do we got going on, dude? We got the draft, we got a few baseball topics we're gonna dive into. I mean, Bumgarner's a psycho, the refs are ass. I mean, baseball's in shambles, but also I don't really keep up with it, but I kind of keep up with it. I mean, let's fill it in. What what top are we going to handle first? Let's just go ahead and talk umpires because I kind of went on a rant last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, last week, guys, the audio sucks, so I didn't post it um, on the podcast. But if you want to go see it, it's on the Facebook. I did do a live. We're not live this week. So yeah. calling this 102, it's really 103, but whatever. Anyways, uh, let's just dive into this Madison Bumgarner and the umpire situation. So last week... I just talked about it. Umpires have just continuously gotten worse, and guys like Angel Hernandez, who still have have a job when they suck at it, it makes no sense. So we'll go ahead and just dive right back into that. So Madison Bumgarner gets tossed yesterday. I think it's after the first inning, and they're doing his foreign substance check on his hands, and the umpire is just staring him down. Staring him down, checking his hands, literally in his eyes, waiting for Bumgarner to look up. And Bumgarner looks up and says something, and he gets tossed immediately. Apparently, the reason he got tossed is because, one, the umpire is a hardo. Shocker. Two, he was arguing balls and strikes a little bit at the beginning of the game. So this umpire took it upon himself to one-up Bumgarner and toss him. And we all know Bumgarner is kind of a boomer, and... Doesn't take no shit. Yeah, he so he, you know, went off. He said, if you want to keep uh, playing patty cake, go down to the minors where they fucking do that. Crazy, bro. But also, it's just so typical. You know, like, I now I will say this. I saw another scenario where a guy missed a call, and luckily it didn't cost anybody because he got the guy off the next pitch. But as the pitcher was walking off, the umpire was like, yo, that's on me. Yeah, um, which that was good. actually in the Braves game. That was a mega. That's good to Bassett. see, dude. It's good to see. It was against the Braves, right? The pitcher. Yeah, it was the Mets against pitcher. The That's right. And at the very least, he was accountable, you know, and he wore it because, dude, people make mistakes. I mean, umpires make mistakes. I'm so cool with, like, as a batter. Now, I hope more than once is tough. That's when you get pissed off. But when when I take a strike and it's maybe like a 2-0 or, or a 1-0 count, it's not, it's not super – it doesn't affect the the account. It doesn't affect that about a ton, and and the ball's maybe a click off, two clicks off, and he and he and he hits me with a strike. Yeah. I'm like, hey, is that as far as you go? And he's like, honestly, that was out. That's on me. I'm like, all right, hey, I'm I'm cool with that, you know, because now you know he's going to be wary of that call moving forward, on the, at least that side of the plate. But um. When guys aren't accountable, when they act like they're holier than thou and what they say goes, because that's ultimately it is what they say goes, but when, they're, we don't, when they lack humility, it's rough because you can't really do shit about it, you know? Yeah. Um, you just got to wear it, and hopefully you know, the major leagues are watching this very closely. You know they are, and this gives them more fire and ammo to essentially move to the automatic umpire. I think, dude, can, hey, tenfold ahead of time, I think they're doing it on purpose. I think they're paying the damn umpires to miss calls just so we can push towards automated duty. I bet they're like, we'll give you an extra $2 million in, in pension 
If it's an interesting if, theory. If you throw some calls we, so we can transfer to automation, y'all are taken care of for life. Um, what's $2 million to a multi-billion dollar company, company like that? You know, Very true. Um, and in the long run, it's less less expenses on MLB because that's there's no umpires, really. At least there's no umpire at the plate. Um, so uh, it's just one less expense you got. So, I mean, long run, it'll probably work. Uh, I um, I don't know. It's just yeah. Let me, yeah. So I talked about it last week. What is your opinion on these umpires? And this is happening, I think, more so down in the minors or the you know the independent ball. And this is something we can ask Matt or Reggie. Is all these guys that are getting called out or getting strikes called on them because they're not getting in the box within like two is seconds? It, is it all of the minor leagues or is it just the Atlantic? I think it might just be the Atlantic. I know that is bullshit. I watched a guy get punched when he was in the box. Yeah. Oh, no, it's happened multiple times. Because, like, literally the guy didn't even take within nine seconds. He steps, like, he takes the pitch, steps out, doesn't do anything crazy, just steps out, takes a breath, steps back in, and he's literally tapping the plate to get up, and the umpire points at him and punches him out. No, we fire that umpire on site, and we keep it moving. We get rid of the rule. Yeah, I think that it's it's just like everything in life. It's a rule with quality intentions that's enforced improperly. Um, Merriwe- Merriweather is that the guy's name? Um, he's he used to play be a big leaguer. Um, Cole, ah, fuck, ah, I, I have no his idea name. what you're he, talking about. He used to be a big leaguer for the Royals. Uh, maybe still be maybe still with the Royals. Okay, okay, maybe yeah. Um, Weather is in his last Merrifield. Maryfield, whatever. This shit, that's irrelevant. What he said was, this is a game, um, this isn't football, or I forget the reference he gave. It's not fast-paced. He said, if you want to go watch fast-paced, go watch NASCAR, um, even though they, exactly. run, they race 600 laps. And it's, in any way, shape, or form, is it a short endeavor? It's a long-ass time. But that's irrelevant, too. Um, he said, this is a game of thought. And I understand that. I get it. But what he did, and if he was a more influential person, like if the literal director of baseball came out and said some shit like that, the big leagues would lose so much money. Because people don't want to don't want to hear that shit. Hey, man, we want what we want. Get it fixed, or you're just not going to have a league. You know. Well, the, they'll they'll have a league, but here's also an issue. People want scoring. They want all these things. But how do you counteract? Guys throwing 100. Well, now they've decided to manufacture a new ball with higher laces or seams, and the ball's not flying anywhere. No home run, Not as many home runs are happening right now. Guys are getting beamed left and right. And so, also the higher laces, let me fill you in on something. People's two seams are going to be even nastier. People's that's sliders what I'm saying. Are Guys be are getting hit. Nastier. It's just, yeah. Because no. the – I mean, for a year and a half, two years, they've had the exact same ball, and it hasn't been a bit like pitchers are used to it. Now you got guys with higher laces, and they're coming, the ball is just coming way in, and it's starting brawls. Which, if we're going to have brawls, fucking hit somebody. Let's have some brawls, you know? Like, don't just go out there, hey, pitchers, stay in the bullpen. Stay in the fucking bullpen. I know we've talked about this so many times, but it continues to happen. It looks so bad. When you have a pitcher hopping the fence and just to go stand around, like, all right, what are Yo, we doing here? 
did you see? First off, Donnie got called up. Uh, yes, Donovan. I saw that. He got called up, and day two, they had a bench clear. Yeah, it was the his, Arenado. That's what his, I'm talking about. His second day in the big leagues, he's got to go out there and 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 be the moderator because he was against when he the Mets. The, yeah, when when he was in like Donnie, he's he doesn't really shy away from folks. He's a big boy too. Right. He's a, he's a thick he's a thick kid, and uh, he's not scared to to really get after it. And I he was literally the guy like holding people back. And I would I would have been like low key if I'm Donnie I get in there and I throw a fucking forearm in somebody's face and you yeah. gain you gain some respect immediately you you bet you guarantee I guarantee you one of the big boys covers is fine you know what yeah. I'm saying just throw an absolute elbow right at somebody's eye socket just cut him right above the eyebrow no just no. to let him know let me play devil's advocate on this okay okay you just got called up you want to fuck that up. <laughs> I don't think it does. I think I think I think that it's from a management management think, standpoint. From a management standpoint, maybe they need some fire. I don't know. You know, maybe they need a guy that's like fuck off and and be a dirtbag type dude. Yeah. You know, like I Arenado for that. Um, which is fair. That's fair. But I didn't see Arenado throwing any left hit. Well, he was a, he was the one that. That's why it started. I yeah, I do know that he was talking that shit, but uh, I don't know. But anyway, onward. I agree. Um, baseball is just, we've mentioned this for the last two years. It's just in such a weird spot. Yeah. In 20 years, that the game's not going to look anything like what we had growing up. Well, the question is, is really shaving off 20 minutes that important? When you really boil it down, a baseball game here recently, I mean, I'm keeping up with this. Like, I watch Braves just about every night. A baseball game is taking about three and a half hours. How long does a football game take? Three and a half hours. Like it, Monday night NFL football games take to eleven o'clock yeah. every single time eleven eleven thirty, it does not fail. It's, so why do we need to speed up a game? Where why do we need to be throwing calling guys out while they're stepping into the box because they took an extra second to take a breath? Yeah. And hey, there's some strategy in that. If you got a guy that's fi- quick pitching you, you take step out, take your time, and get, gather yourself to get that guy off his rhythm. There's mind games in baseball. I mean, there is in football, but in, essentially with that, you're just disguising stuff. Right. And this, you're trying to outmaneuver the guy who has the biggest advantage over anybody in sports. I think they're, I feel like, and you're right, I feel like they're trying to do everything in their power to make the game entertaining when it just isn't relative to football. Yes. When you, you know what I'm saying? And, and they're trying to create more action when there just won't be. It's just not – that's not how the game is designed. The game isn't on a clock. The game is designed to to be played around the pitch, you know. Right. And um, I agree, dude. 40 seconds between each pitch is too much. You know, like fucking yes. get in the box and let's get after it. But uh, being on a 10-second timer is a little too much too. I mean, there's just – there's a medium that will be met eventually, and I think we're just in the first phases and the first – poorly executed phases which everything sucks the first go around that's just life you know when you're trying new shit you're not gonna be good at it initially and that goes for the rule makers as well um it'll all revert back disagree. to the mean i don't disagree here because bassett one of the guys who pitched for the mets he was taking like almost a minute between each pitch yeah and guys are having to step out because it's like dude come on yeah and that's great. So i understand that part but again we're going to 
give a guy a strike because he took one extra second to yeah. step into the box or, you know, to get ready or whatever. Like, yeah. the guy was literally tapping the plate. It's ridiculous. Just, yeah, if, like I said, there's a, there's, if you take off both extremes, you can just mention the Elon thing. Right. You know, like, you, you got to piss off the extremes. You know, let's get rid of the extremes and let's get back in the middle. Let's find us a happy medium and let's get after it. I don't know if cutting down the time will do anything. I think it's just an action issue. I think. Yeah, and that's why getting like getting rid of the shift next year, great idea. Yes, same. Because that'll give you more offense. Get that shit out of there, bro. Um, money. I mean, that the shift killed Chris Davis's career. Yeah. You know. Well, Chris Davis couldn't hit a fastball or could not not strike out. So. Well, also to be fair, a lot goes into an at bat, and when you're pitching into a shift, it's difficult. And when yes. you're getting off speed constantly, I promise you some of those pulled four holes ground balls would be base hits. But he, instead, he's hitting it to shallow right right field, and there just happens to be the second baseman there. You know, like or third baseman, or there, the yeah. third if you're the Braves. Yeah, the third baseman. Yeah. Um, I just the the shift's trash. Um, yeah, but um, I just think, and here's here's a hot take today in today's technological world, faster, bigger more hyperbolic measures are taken to get interaction and get emotional reactions to different things. And I think everything's fast-paced now, and everybody wants action, 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 and right. instant, instant instant satisfaction, and they want they want the, the big hits, and they want the highlights, and, you know, like, they want the home runs. Every, it's the TikTok. Every 10, yes, every 10 or 15 seconds, or people just lose, they lose their focus. They lose concentration on what they want to do. Yeah. And um, baseball is just not that. Baseball was built for people to just vibe and chill on a on a on a on a on a grassy knoll behind center field and drink a beer and like it's baseball's great. not built for it's not built for today's time. And here's what's wild for me personally: I think baseball is eventually just going to die because it's too it's too slow relative to everything else in life. It's just too. Soccer might stick around. I don't know. Um, just because you, when you're not at the event, it feels kind of similar to baseball in this regard. When you're not at the event, it's kind of. Eh, but every time a, a guy gets it past midfield and they're 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 trying to through ball to score, it's kind of hype because it, this could be the one. You know, like yeah. this could be the goal. So you're kind of always engaged in soccer. Where baseball, you're just kind of. It's kind of lackadaisical. You're looking at your phone, and all of a sudden you hear a crack of a bat, and you're like, holy shit, I just missed a home run. What the hell just happened? Like, I dude just yeah. smoked a double, and I wasn't even paying attention. I was on Instagram. Um, it's just different. So, I, hot take, I wouldn't be shocked if before I die, we're watching the demise of baseball. Um, or at least a new version of baseball with way different rules. Because it's just too slow-paced for today today's day and age. What is your opinion on the uh, on sorry? What is your opinion on the Savannah Bananas? Sorry, that's where tongue tie. Right I think they're hysterical. I mean, they're just I think it's hilarious. Baseball. Um, my buddy. Well, you know, Brandon Brandon Hawford. Yeah. The closer at South our freshman year. Yeah. He plays for the Savannah Bananas. He does. Or he was on the team. I'm not sure if he is now, but he was on the Savannah Bananas team. Yes. Um, I, they. I feel like. They could have been in the Coastal Plains League. They are. They are currently? Yeah. So they're it's in independent a, league. So Coastal Plains moved to Indy Ball? 
Yeah, it's Coastal weird Plains used to be collegiate. Collegiate, yeah. So it used to be the collegiate summer ball, and they still have that, but now they have a separate Coastal Plains Independent League. And I looked sure. it up. Is Are they the same affiliation or just two separate leagues entirely? They just have the same name? It could be the same affiliation. Okay. But, like, I know they have two different things. Like, the Savannah Bananas right now is an independent thing. Granted, every video I see, it looks like they're playing the exact same team. I'm telling you, it's the fucking Globetrotters. It's yeah. literally the Globetrotters, bro. They they do this in their off season. They'll travel with another team, and they'll they're gonna get their money, dude. They packed the stands out. They came to fucking Legion Field dude. in Birmingham. It was sold out in like twenty. All of minutes. their games are sold out. You can't even get tickets. Yeah, they're like fucking, if I wanted to go to Savannah for the weekend, I would have to buy out a ticket like a month ahead. Hundred percent. You know what's even wilder though, and there's it's Savannah, Georgia, right? Yeah, dude. They are getting way more f- attendance than Georgia Southern. I can promise well, you. Well, they're getting more, way more attendance than the Oakland A's. Oakland A's are averaging like three thousand fans. Up, swear to God, and it's because their management didn't. They traded away everybody, and they're in Oakland. They need to get out of Oakland. Literally, go, look at Golden. Follow the Warriors' thumbprint. Get out of Oakland. Well, if you want to stay in California, that's one thing, or move the team to fucking Nashville or something. I don't know. Because I know Nashville is wanting a team. Nashville be a good has, good spot for it. Nashville already has one. Well, they got the Sounders, but they're or the Sound, whatever Nashville Sound. Right. But they're trying to get an MLB team. Apparently, Clay Travis has been pushing it for five years now. I mean, I wouldn't doubt that happens, Matt. Nashville, if any place is booming, it's growing. It's Nashville. I mean, I'm moving there right now. You know, like you know a guy moving there right now. Yeah. So, um, I uh, very expensive. Ooh, buddy, I wish you could see my rent. I mean, um, I know how much mine is. It's rough. You, yours is probably yeah. more than mine, but we're not even, like, in downtown. It's really yeah. not. It's not it. But anyway, um, I um, I don't know, dude. I just don't see baseball standing around. I, I'm serious. I hate that I'm saying that because, literally, I was raised to be a baseball player. You know, like, right. I did baseball at the highest level I could physically do. I mean, I could have went and played, but anybody can get drafted if you play Division One and you know the right guy in the 40th round and a hot dog. You know, like, yeah. but – I just don't I don't see it. I don't see it's, it sticking around. It's hard to predict that kind of stuff because you don't know what's going to be around, let's just say, in 20 years, right? Sure. Who knew we would have VR by now? Sure. I mean, look um, at the iPhone. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that boomed in, what, 10 years? It's literally been years. around, uh, I think it's two decades now. Yeah. Uh, or maybe less. And it was like middle school was the first one that came out for yeah, us. Yeah, it, it, it went from the coolest app being Google Maps to the most wild shit ever on your phone. Yeah. Right now. So like I get Still it. can't play YouTube in the background though. Yeah, like you used to. Which is wild, YouTube. Figure your shit out, dude. Um I uh I don't I don't know, man. It's a bummer though. It's a bummer that I have to say that. Because I know so many good guys that do it. You know, I, I know yeah. so many good dudes that do baseball for a living in some capacity, whether it's coaching or scouting or training or baseball ops or big leagues. Yeah. You know, like I just know a lot of guys and I just I don't know like it's I want to see the viewership numbers I want to see I yeah. want to see viewership numbers well I know like attendance and like you, you got the extremes with the A's right that's that but like attendance across the board is still up it's still increasing like you're staying even whatever well, it's America's it's like, pastime it is yeah. literally something that you can always say oh, I went to a big league ball game like it's not well here's the thing like I, I, you're right viewership I have no idea I don't know how many people are watching baseball on a regular like I do but. That's mainly just because I love the Braves and it's something to watch at night instead of just shitty TV and Netflix. Like, I can't binge watch TV anymore. It's just bad. 
it's it's not enjoyable to binge watch stuff to me anymore, which yeah. is an interesting take on that side. But the problem is I don't think baseball in itself has an issue. It's because I, I don't think it has an issue. Like the game itself shouldn't shouldn't change. Like there yes, it needs to evolve with the times, but at the same time, there's not like the game is a game. The problem is 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 a societal issue. It's a culture issue. It's it's the fact that we have TikTok and Instagram and like kids are getting millions of views from all they have to do is post a quick clip of them getting a kill on Call of Duty and yep. that's entertaining. They can zoom through highlights. That's why the NBA is uh, popular now. It's because all they all they have to do is watch Sports Center and its highlights. I mean, we grew up on that Sports Center top ten. That's all we had to see. I would go to sleep, wake up. Oh, what happened last night? Oh. You know, the Braves won five to six. There was a crazy play. Andrew Jones robbed a home run. Uh, LeBron went off for 50. Kobe had 70. You know, stuff like that. That's It's a societal problem where we we consume 10-second clips that's instead what, of long-form media. Yeah, it's an instant satisfaction thing. And that's yep. what I was saying. It's just that's times are evolving and baseball isn't because it can't. You know, but how how long how long until we as humans can start to decline like f- mentally evolving I don't I don't, I don't think I'll, I'll be honest and tell you that I don't think we're mentally devolving at all I think we're getting smarter as a team as in terms of just just because we have more information I don't I don't think it's an intelligence issue I think it's I think the issue is the amount of information in our brain only has so much bandwidth. And uh, Elon was talking to Joe Rogan about it one, on the podcast one time. And um, there's just so much information to, enter, to to take in. And I think baseball is just falling behind dramatically because it's so much more of a long-form experience as opposed to 20-second clips of hilarious dudes talking over ridiculous videos you know like right. we we find that more play we would rather watch three and a half hours of 20 minute video 20 second clips than three and a half hours of the same game so yeah um because maybe i guess they're newer experience they're brand new experiences every time you know like so it's, uh, it's something <laughs> in the brain something it hits a different it definitely hits way different synapses and, um, different i uh so. i just think that it's an information thing I, I just i really don't i think we're finding more satisfaction in shorter shorter term items and, cons- yeah. and going and back, things. going back to Elon. The reason I said what I said is because he's saying, and you know, I don't know a couple decades, maybe not decades, but you know, 20, 50 years, technology is going to catch up to a point to where, why the hell am I going to be going in the office? Yeah. I'm not going to have a job because a computer program is going to be able to do that. Sure. So, I mean, there's going to be people without jobs and then, Technology is going to take over, yeah, and it's just going to surpass us. And that's what I'm saying. When do we start declining? I, I think, and I think, and another point that Elon made. Not in our lifetime, but maybe, dude. We've seen some wild shit already, bro. I'm saying, like me personally, I'm not going to decline. Right? No, I get you. I get you. How that's many what generations well, is it going to generations? Take? Yeah. I think I don't think we decline at all, and the reason I don't think we do is because we're just going to integrate with it. I think that we're just, it's either it's always been survival of the fittest. We made the shit. We're either the gonna chip going in the head that he's developing. I mean, literally, it's Neuralink. We're gonna yeah. we will 
interface with technology in some capacity. Shit, I'm down. If I'm like 85 years old and I don't have really anything else to vibe with for real, throw that chip at me. Let's see what the hell happens. I don't care. You know, yeah, we're gonna get into the the what's not Black Mirror. What was that Netflix show? Oh man, where they had like like you could die, but if you had a chip in your neck and you God, be, what a good show, dude! Oh my, you could be transferred God. into another sleeve. Is I what love they it. that. I love that show. There's two seasons of it. Yeah, uh, Anthony second, Mackie's in the in second. The second season. seasons, yeah, the 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 Winged yeah. Hude and the Marvel. Fuck, yeah, what is that show? Um, oh, I had it on the tip of my thumb. Anyway, really good show. Uh, type that exact description in Google, and it'll pop up. But, um, yeah, I don't know, dude. I just – I don't see baseball – I don't know, man. I, I don't see how it can last. It's it's too long form, and there's not enough action. We'll see. I we'll hope see. not. I, mean, I hope I'm dead wrong, and I hope it's the peak of all sporting entertainment for, for 80 years. But yeah. I just don't see it happening. Yeah, I mean, look at golf. I mean – what the, if you're saying this about baseball? What the fuck's gonna happen to golf? Golf's dead. I love golf. <laughs> you know what's keeping golf alive? Tiger Woods. Yeah. Look at viewership when he's not in the in, in the in the shit, and look at when he, he is. It's dramatic. Yeah. Nobody wins like he used to. Nobody wins like no, nobody draws that much attention. You know, no. nobody makes the most. Rory was the closest thing. Peak Rory was the closest thing to Tiger we've seen in a very long time. Even dominant DJ, even dominant Justin Thomas, even dominant Jordan Spieth, even dominant Brooks Kepka. Rory was the most electric in terms of the ridiculous shit he would hit. You know, the yeah. crazy saves he'd hit. And, I mean, it's... it's Chipping in on the 18. Right, on, like, in, just in the elect, just the, the moments that he's had, it's just they're electric. And he is the closest thing that we've had to Tiger... Since Tiger, period. Yeah. I'm probably ever will until Charlie's of age and he'll more than likely not be as good as Tiger. And hey, he, what about like, little John though? He's had Arkansas with a Hooters nil. That's dope. That's dope. It's he, awesome. It's that's a dope. pretty on par. I would love to see him on the PGA tour. I don't know if he's good enough. I don't have, I don't know how good of a golfer he is. I'm pretty sure they kind of, it's pretty good. I, first off, he's substantially better than me. I'm not saying, but there's levels to this shit, you know, like, yeah, like a scratch golfer. They were saying on an interview one day, they asked Ricky Fowler what a scratch golfer would shoot at the open. Um, I forget what course it was. And he said, there's no way they would break a hundred, a scratch golfer. And these guys probably are, on the, on St. Andrews. Uh, no, it wasn't St. Andrews. It was a different one for sure. Bay Hill or oh. some shit. Um, anyway, but, uh, it, there's just so many levels. I mean, I don't know how good the daily kid is. I hope he's great though, because if he's anything like his dad, he'll be a hell of a hell of a view, you know? Yeah. Him and his dad played in a, like, they do that every year. The father, son, yeah. and he, they won it last year. They're, uh, they're legit, man. And I, yeah. that's for sure. I, um, I hope he's good. We just, uh, I, golf's for sure. Going to die out when Tiger's gone. That's just the bottom line. And at least, like I said, at least till Charlie Woods comes along. And he's old enough to really draw some eyes. Um, shit, Tiger might stick around until Charlie comes so he can play with him. I mean, I'm sure they will play in programs and shit when he's older. But right, uh, I just uh, golf's for sure gonna die so fast in terms of pay and in terms of national viewership. Just because, like, like it already doesn't get a fuck done, you know. Besides the Masters. Literally, that is the only for real tournament that gets all of the, the, the eyes, really. And guess what? That's not even a PGA-sanctioned event. Fun fact. I mean, it's a major. It's a major, but it's only deemed a major because it's so popular. It's private. Right. It's a private event. That's true. 
Um, but uh, I don't know, dude. I think football's here to stay, even though we're like, oh, it's really bad for you. Yeah, we know it is, but you know, so is opiates, and here we are, ODing every day. So, um, football's here to stay just because it's electric. Hockey, I don't. It's electric. I just, I don't know. It doesn't get the same viewership. No, it, it's it not the same buzz as football, yeah. and I guess the NBA, which I, pff, NBA sucks. I don't know about NBA's trash. I don't know about the NBA, dude. Not my vibe. Um, literally the NFL, the NBA playoffs right now. I couldn't care any less. But I um, could care less either. I uh, yeah, that's my vibe on baseball, and you hate to see it, you know. Yeah, I just think this <laughs> shit going on right now needs to stop because I just think it's dumb. You're really just shooting yourself in the foot with by hamstringing yourself like this. Yeah, and allowing guys like Angel Hernandez to continue to umpire. I mean, the guy sued the fucking MLB. Because he wasn't getting enough in playoff games, so that he sued him for racism. Lost the case, still has a job because, I mean, you can't fire him for it. But you can fire sucks him at for his job. Yeah, you can. Literally, I promise. That's you. why he didn't win the case. It's because they literally said it's your performance. You <laughs> suck. They literally have umpire metrics on Twitter now. That's wild. There's a whole Twitter account that just looks at how umpires performed, which is wild. Yeah, that is crazy. Um, yeah, that's my take on it. Yeah. Let's move it. So since we've been talking about football, let's just go ahead and recap the draft. Let's really get into the, the meat and potatoes here. Let's do it. Go ahead and uh, start on your topics. I'm looking All right, at so this is how now. we're going to handle this. We're going to go through draft grades. We're going to look at a draft grade from CBS Sports. Um, it's what I got pulled up, and I just it's Pete Prisco's because this is what we love to do. And we love to debate it. And you know what? It's just hard to break down everything that happens. So we're just going to hit the highlights. You got a... Yeah, I got, I'm looking at the same one now. Go ahead. All right. So we're going to start off with Arizona Cardinals. They got a C-. Um, the, the highlight from this draft from them was the fact that they traded a first-round pick for Marquise Hollywood-Brown. That is terrible. Yeah, that's opinion. a wild play for sure. Like, the guy is wasn't reliable with Lamar, and Lamar's a good quarterback. I know he's going to go to Kyler, and he's going to be in a different offense, and that's why he, he requested to be traded, I think, last year. And so he was really quiet about it, apparently. But why? Why a first-rounder? Like, I, I don't think he's first-round value. Yeah, I don't see value in that. I don't see that level of value in it at all. Um, the, uh, the, the Ravens won that one. I'll say yeah. that. And here's the thing is Peter Schrager, who's friends with um, God Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury, um, pretty much Kingsbury was like, I these court, these receivers are really good, but fuck, they're going to be gone by the time I'm, I'm picking. So yeah. I'm going to have to figure something out. And so that's, you're equating these guys, these young guys that are really good to Hollywood Brown. I don't think so, man. No, I don't agree with that either. No, nah, I I don't agree with it. Um, that's really all I got for them. Um, it's, I mean, that's just bad. So C minus from them. Don't love what they did in the first round. Uh, outside of that, I don't really care. Um, Falcons next B minus. Hated the first. I didn't like the the Falcons draft. I'm gonna be straight on straight up. Their first pick was Drake London. Uh, USC receiver. Apparently, he got banged up and didn't play most of the year last year, but he was setting records and stuff, or was on pace to set records at USC. But look, I 
If I, I didn't know the guy, so I haven't watched any tape on him or anything. But to waste a first round on uh, first round pick, I know we needed receivers, but we needed a defensive tackle or defensive end way before that. And then, in I think the third round, right before Nicobe Dean gets picked up, we get a Montana State Troy Anderson. Like I'm sorry, Nicobe Dean, way better than a guy at Montana State. Yeah, I don't know what the hell happened with Nakobe. He must have gotten he must have combined horrifically. No, he didn't combine because he had a pec injury. Oh. And so I think you know how the NFL works, especially during the draft. People will start start rumors and smoke screens to get guys to fall a little bit so that they can get them. And they I think some teams really overplayed the pec injury because he didn't get surgery on it. And it's a pec injury. It's something he can recover from. It's not like a lingering knee or a lingering shoulder. He's had a labrum, I think, that he might not have had surgery on, but it hasn't been an issue. He played. He hasn't missed a game right? his entire college career. So it, this is just dumb. But they had a chance to get him. Didn't get him. So then they went and got Ritter. Don't love that pick either. Why not? Just don't love Ritter. He wasn't always... Like, you go back to the games like Navy. Like, couldn't put him away. And it, now that's that's a whole team thing, right? There's a whole team aspect. But, like, he would not perform. He would throw picks. He was inaccurate. In games that weren't the big the big time. And I don't like that. Like, you got to be... Those are the kind of games where you need to dominate. You need to show that you are an NFL-style quarterback. Not just in the Notre Dame game. Yes, that's the big game. You got to do good in that game. But... When you're playing a team like Navy, who's who has sucked the last few years, you got to put them away and put them away early. Do you? Uh, who's y'all starter going to be? It's Mariota. That's right. That's right. That's right. Marcus Mariota. You talking yeah. about short leash? Yeah, the shortest leash. <laughs> yeah, but here's the thing: I don't think Ritter's day one starter right now. I don't think he's starter material yet. I know the guy was in. Maybe not. Cincy for like four or five years, but still. Maybe I just, not. We'll see. I, I don't um, see it. I'm withholding judgment on Ritter. I, I've always liked Ritter. I like his athleticism. I think he doesn't run enough. Um, I think Yeah, I, I don't think he uses his legs as much as he should have. Now, granted, that might have been his design. You know, I mean, it might have been the coach's right. decision to not allow that. Um, but the guy can fly. He is old, quote, unquote. But um, I'm just going to withhold judgment. I, I wouldn't be first. Of all, I wouldn't be shocked if he absolutely just choked and wasn't worth a damn. But I also would not be shocked if he came in and made a wrinkle, made a little wave, um, and had some success at least early on. Yeah, yeah. We'll be. It'll be something like you said. I don't. I, I'm going to withhold judgment as well, but I don't love it. I rather have gotten a better pick. Yeah. Um. Gotten you know a defender or another another fucking receiver at that spot and gotten a defensive tackle at one. It's just some of the, the way we went around the draft wasn't my favorite. But, again, Ritter could be the guy. I don't know. We'll see. I'd rather maybe wait and gotten, you know, gotten in the Bryce Young sweepstakes or C.J. Stroud, probably more Stroud than Young, to be honest with you, but whatever. Uh, moving on to the Ravens. We just talked about they got that trade. So they ended up getting Kyle Hamilton, safety out of Notre Dame, as well as Tyler Lindenbaum. Got him with their with that second pick. And he's going to be their, the best center. He's the best center coming out. Um, 
little undersized in my opinion. He's under uh, 300 pounds, but guy played at Iowa. Iowa breeds good offensive linemen. It's true. That's true. So I think they still need some help at receiver, but that's it. Uh, Buffalo Bills, first-round pick, Kair Elam, corner out of Florida. Pretty solid guy. He had a pretty good career. He didn't do anything crazy. Wasn't, you know, Stingley or Sauce Gardner from Cincy, but he was a solid guy, not a bad pick. Uh, They ended up getting James Cook in the second round, which I do love um, because just how versatile he is. And also, I mean, I'm a Georgia guy, obviously, but I think he's very versatile and he could end up being the next Kamara. He has that same uh, skill tree. And the Bills just keep continue to get better. Panthers. <laughs> All right. They got Matt Corral. What is your opinion of that? I love it. Dude, I'm telling you. You said he was the best best quarterback. Matt Corral is my sleeper, dog. I'm I'm dying on that hill. Look, I've missed. I've missed a bunch. I, I miss all the time. It's okay. But I'm telling you, he's my he is my guy, dude. Matt Corral is my guy. They're still with old buddy, Sam Shithead. Um, I'm telling you, Matt Corral's a competitor. He's a dog. And uh, yeah. he'll go out there, and he might get he might get legitimately injured. But he's going to send it for sure. And uh, I love that about him. So he is my guy 100%. Um, love the pick. I like him better than uh, who they have there right now, Sam. Brad, Sam, not Bradford. Sam O. Arnold. Sam Darnold. Darnold. Yeah. Yeah, I like that better than him. And I, I think Matt Corral is better than Sam Howell, who was available. Um, Sam Howell, he can, he's not super, super athletic in my he opinion. He also I think chokes. Corral, you know? That too. Yeah, chokes. I don't disagree with you there. Uh, Chicago Bears, this guy gave them a D. They didn't really do shit. I don't see anybody that they picked that's worth a damn, to be, in my, be honest. But, hey. That might mean they might have the best draft in a couple years, so we'll see. True, 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 true. Okay, the Bengals with their first round, they got a safety, the safety out of Michigan, Daxon Hill. Um, I mean, that's they need to. If there's one thing they probably should sure up is that uh, defensive side. They got all the weapons on the offense, so I don't hate that pick. Turns out Michigan has some dogs on the defense. Yeah, kinda. All right, let's look at the Browns next. This guy gave him a C. Uh, their best pick was the fourth-round pick with Dar- Perion Winfrey, kid out of Oklahoma, who was pretty good. Um, it's that's an it's an interesting uh, situation there in Cleveland, especially with Baker still there. Um, I'm surprised he's not going to Carolina, but apparently Carolina didn't want him. That is such an interesting storyline, the Baker Mayfield one. God. Yes. It's a fun one to follow, and I can't wait because Deshaun's going to be – Suspended for six six games at least, right? Maybe I don't know. I have no idea. I, I haven't followed that story at all. But they haven't. They're still, you know, looking into it. But they haven't given any ruling. But I miss. Um, everybody thinks six games. Interesting. So they want Baker just as a backup. Uh, moving on, Browns. I'm not really seeing anything that they really did. I didn't really pay attention too much. Uh, so we'll just keep it moving. Detroit. Detroit went with Jamison Williams uh, and as well as Aiden Hutchinson. So that's 
that's not too bad right there in the first round. There's some dogs. That's pretty now. damn hey, good. There's some dogs right there, boy. Yeah. If uh if old buddy can figure out that the court figured out the quarterback spot, yeah. I wouldn't be shocked if uh they, they're pretty good. I mean, they got the rookie that got that other rookie receiver that busted on the scene, won me yep. the fantasy league, uh, single handedly. I mean, he put up like forty in in like the the final game or some shit. It was crazy. And they still got um Swift there at running back, as well as God, who's the other guy? Can't think of his name. Oh, Williams, last name Williams. Jamal, Jamal Williams. He's great. They've but got the skill they, guys. They've got the skill yeah. guys. My thing about Hutchinson, I think he's over overrated, overhyped. Guys were comparing him to the Bosa brothers. Like, mm. I don't think he's that good. He got manhandled against Georgia. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest with you, he got manhandled. Well, he also got keyed. You know, like he got keyed against the SEC team, the best team in the country, hands down. So yeah. that's that's t- that's a tough comparison. I mean, it it would have been a better. I think it would have. I think he would have shown his. He was more capable against the the the, the against Bama, just because they were a little bit more thin on the O line. Um, I mean, he's going against the best of the best of the best of the best. So, I mean, that's tough. Yeah, and it's only one. It's a very small sample size. Yeah, I I don't know. I wouldn't be shocked if he's good. Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting. I don't want to like him. Um, I know that just because he's from Michigan. But Well, they also got Josh Paschal, too. So, I mean, they got two edge guys. So, the Detroit's going to get after quarterback this these next couple of years, I can tell you that. That is for sure. And they're going to have a burner in Williams if he comes back and is what he is again. That's the truth, too. I mean, that injury is a question mark. Yep. So, let's move on to Green Bay. Green Bay... First round, they had two picks. They got Quay Walker, linebacker out of Georgia, as well as Devontae Wyatt, defensive tackle out of Georgia. So, personally, I love those two picks. But the sure. one thing they didn't do that was very interesting was they didn't get a receiver. They, they ended up getting a receiver, but not one of the big names, right? They, they got a guy, I think, in the second or third round, not a big name, but everybody kind of expected them to maybe trade up, go get a guy, but they didn't. So... First, they they're, I think their management pointed out guys their weakness and they can't they couldn't stop the run and they got two guys who can who have a history of stopping the run. And I also think that they think they're putting a lot of stock in Aaron Rodgers. They are, and the fact that he can he can get guys open anyway. Yeah. Um, which he hasn't proven that he can't do that. So he's done his entire career. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest, he. I think the outside I think, of Devonte, I think the receiving core will be fine. Um, if anything, it'll give more people opportunity. <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they do these next couple of years. No doubt. Until he, once he retires, dude, they're going way down. No, um, no doubt. Yeah, uh, Houston Texans moving on. Like I said, they uh, they got Derek Stingley in their first pick, and I think it was pick three. I love that. They got Jalen Petrie, safety, in the second as well. Then they also drafted Mechie. So, again, another guy here. We're coming off an ACL, so let's see what he can do. Is Mechie going to be what Mechie was doing before? I don't know. Right. But I like their draft. They they got some dudes. They shored up some positions that they needed help, but they're still not going to be very good. They're going to be dog-ass. I mean, they still don't have a quarterback. Yeah. So, I, mean, I mean, they have Davis Mills. Literally, they don't have a fucking quarterback. So Guy has the longest neck of all time. He's got a hella long neck for sure. Very breakable. Yes. Uh, next, the Colts. The Colts didn't have a first round pick. They had, and that, the quarterback now is Matt Ryan. Very interesting one. 
Um, it sucks not having a first round pick when that the reason is because you traded for Carson Wentz. Yeah, that's rough. So I don't. I, I have no other comments other than that. Really sucks that you had. You traded a first rounder for Carson Wentz, who's terrible. No faith in the management after that decision. If you're if you're a Colts fan, I'll tell you that. Yeah, if I was Jim Irsay, I'd be looking looking other way. Yeah, I'd be fine. Uh, let's move on to the Jags. Moving on to the Jags, they had the first overall pick. They got Trayvon Walker. Wasn't if you if you followed it the last like couple days before the draft, this wasn't too shocking. Especially you saw the odds. Um, I wasn't too shocked when they did that. To be honest with you, good player. They also. Tr- they also traded up to get Devin Lloyd in the first round as well. Um, it, hey, they're showing up that defense over there. Uh, it's going to be interesting now that they have um, they got an edge guy out of Kentucky last year. So they'll have Trayvon who can, you know, jack of all trades. He can bump inside if they need him to or also get after the quarterback. And then they got the guy from Kentucky last year who was just straight edge rusher. So they'll be set. I think they, they're on the right path, but – they're still going to be dog-ass just like the Texans. They don't even have a coach, so. Well, yeah, they do. It's Doug Peterson. I know they have a coach, but not really. Um, <laughs> not, a, not a Peterson fan, huh? Uh, One-hit wonder. I don't disagree. He got lucky with Big Dick Nick. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. Don't disagree. Here. Big time. So, Kansas City. This guy's giving them an A. With their first round pick, they got corner George Cardloff. I'm seeing a different one. Do they have two? I guess they might have had two. Oh, yeah, a corner, Trent Duff, McDuffie. I'm seeing McDuffie is the first pick that they had, 21st pick overall. Yeah. And then they and had then, another guy. And then George Karloftis, a defensive yeah. end from Purdue. Never even heard of the guy. So. Me either. And then Sky Moore, who apparently was very, very underrated and apparently is really good, but I think he played at, like, Wyoming or North Dakota State, one of the two. Um, he played somewhere like that, and he is apparently really good. So Kansas City, I mean, are they really going to replace Tyreek and lose that? I, I That's an, another interesting situation there because I just think losing Tyreek's a big blow to them. I agree. The Raiders moving on. Uh, not really seeing. They got Neil Farrell Jr. as their best pick in the fourth round. A lot of fourth round. I, I, not even sure if they actually had a first rounder, just because they. I think because of, uh, yeah, they didn't have a pick until the third round because of Devonte, which he's worth it. Yeah. So, I think they went. They did fine just because they got Devonte. No doubt. There's yeah. They're gonna be doing just fine. Yep. Uh, moving on, we got the Chargers. Their first round was a offensive lineman, Zion Johnson. Uh, looks like he'll be a guard. Don't really know anything else from there. I know they got Jamari, but yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Rams, we know they didn't have a first round pick. Or they probably didn't or second or like third or fourth or fifth or sixth or seventh round pick. <laughs> uh, so who knows what they actually did? I'm literally not seeing them on the board at all. I'm just scrolling through all the rounds. Yeah. Oh, Jalen Tolbert went to the went to the Cowboys. Go Jags. Oh. Did he actually get drafted? Or was it was round three. UDFA. Round three got drafted by the Giants, oh, or not by the by the Cowboys. Cowboys by the boys. He's a stud, dude. Yep. Good for him. Miami. They ended up drafting Channing Tindall. I think he was third round. Third round. He was. I don't even know if they had a first rounder because of yeah, same situation here because of Tyreek. 
Oof. So interesting. Minnesota moving on. Their first round pick was Lewis Seen, safety out of Georgia. Um, if you haven't seen <laughs> what what happened in the first round, there was five defensive players from that Georgia uh, defense that went first round. Yeah, and so. 100 receivers and no quarterbacks, really. Oh, the only one went. That was Kenny Pickett, Pickett. Pittsburgh. Hey, and let me tell you, oh. I wouldn't be shocked hey. if he takes him to the damn Super Bowl. Old, hey, old tiny hands Pickett. I'm telling you, old tiny. Anybody that wears gloves, I don't trust him, but I think he's pretty good. Either. And he fake Patriots. He fake slides. Patriots didn't do shit. They got some. Their first round pick was Cole Strange out of uh, UT Chattanooga. No idea anything about that. Yeah. You know how they are. They draft diamonds in the rough and somehow turn them into players. 100%. <laughs> Saints got Alante, or yeah, they got Alante Taylor in the second round. Um, they also got Chris Olave. He's stuck. So, Olave's yeah. good. They went back to back receivers in the first round. That was kind of a, that was kind of dope. They went back to back receivers in tenth and eleventh pick overall. Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave. The Saints did. No, the Jets and the Saints. Oh, okay, yeah. I was about to say shit. We're about to get on the Jets. Jets the Jets had the best draft. Um, what we're on the Giants here. They got Evan Neal and Kayvon Thibodeau in the first round. Thibodeau that was going to be an interesting one because everybody talks about is he you know super engaged in football, right. but I think he he'll be fine. They also got Wondell Robinson, kid out of Kentucky, who damn pretty damn good. He's a good athlete. Yeah, I'm remembering right. He was Kentucky. Uh, speaking of the Jets, let's move on to them. Like you said, Garrett Wilson, Sauce Gardner, Brees Hall, and they had Jermaine Johnson too. The Jets had a damn good round. Yeah, I mean, if they can develop those boys, they're going to be just fine over there on the defensive side for sure. Yeah. And then they yeah, then they got Garrett Wilson. I mean, hopefully the kid and uh the kid at quarterback's going to have somebody to throw to. Zach Wilson. Yep. Uh, Might work out for still him. Still hate him by the way. Yeah. Not sold <laughs> at all. All right, Philly. They got my favorite pick of the draft, Jordan Davis. Um, that guy is just insane. Him and Fletcher Cox is going to be fun to watch. Just hope he can pass as well as, yeah. That's the big thing. I just really hope he can pass that team's physical. He will. He will. He's lost weight, apparently. Hopefully. Good for, good um, for, good he for got him. N'Kobe. Yep. This guy has N'Kobe as the worst pick, which is hilarious uh, because of his injury issues, but and he's not big. Like The guy was a five-star. So and he led the best defense in a long time. Right. Uh, they also have AJ Brown, so that's good for them. And they also re-signed Jason Kelsey, so they got some guys there, man. P- Philly had a pretty good draft, in my opinion. Yeah, um, I like that they're sticking with Jalen. Yeah, I, I think so too. He's just, he's going to be fine. I think. I think he'll be a good quarterback for him. They just got they just got apparently Antonio Brown. A.J. Brown. Oh, A.J. Brown. That's right. That's right. It's yeah. the kid from the Titans. Um, yep, they traded. Just another weapon in their arsenal alongside his former uh, Alabama teammate. So, I mean, they're going to be – they have they have the weapons. There's no excuse for Jalen Hurts to not do fine. No. You know, no. especially now. He's got Devontae, former Heisman guy. Yeah, I mean. Like, there's no excuse. They're, they're going to be – they should be just fine for sure. Yep. Uh, Pittsburgh, we already kind of touched on this. Kenny Pickett. That was their first round pick. Love I think pick. that's the 
think that's a good pick for them. It's a good pick they for their marketing for sure. They picked a guy that wa- they watched at practice every single day. Like their practice field is right next to each other, yeah. so they knew what they were getting in this guy. Hundred percent. That was that's a good move by them. They also got George Pickens. Um, I think Pickens coming back from his injury, running like a four three or four four, was nuts. So just hope he keeps his attitude in check. You know. Yes. <laughs> Pickens is a weird guy. Kind of glad we don't have to deal with his headache anymore. Uh, you never know what George is going to do because George is George. He'll just spit on people for no reason. He'll just, you know, spray a water bottle on somebody. Yeah, he'll just he'll just do some rogue shit sometimes. I mean, he'll just take a Georgia Tech player and just slam him into a brick wall. He don't care. He really doesn't. You don't give a shit. Let's just hope he makes a bunch of money because the fines are going to add up. Probably. Uh, 49ers didn't really. They didn't really make any. Didn't really do anything that, to me, looked like was worth a shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I didn't see anything either when I was calling. No, they might not have had too many picks. Just the the unknowns, yeah. yeah. They didn't. This wasn't their draft, I can tell you that. The same way right here with Seattle, same kind of deal. They got the other corner outside of uh, Sauce Gardner, hey, Kobe Bryant. They got Kenneth Walker. So They did get Kenneth Walker. Monday night now, he's a damn stud. He is good. He's the big. He is the best running back coming out of this draft. Um, he's got that. He's got that. Um, not what's his name? Not Lashawn McCoy. Uh, you know who the hell I'm talking about? The guy that he was running back for the Steelers, and he sat out a bunch of years, and then he came back. Oh, and Le'Veon was good. Yes, Le'Veon Bell. He's both Michigan State guys. He's got that Le'Veon Bell vibe to him, bro. The real patient. He can catch out of the backfield. He's real patient, and when he hits the holes, like he's legit. He's a legitimate running back. Um, yeah. If they can block for him, I don't know how good the quarterback situation is with Drew Locke, but um, if they can block for him and Drew Locke can just manage a football game, I think the Seahawks will be fine. They won't. They're not going to win any Super Bowls yet until they figure out the quarterback spot. Sorry, Drew, but you're just not good enough, buddy. Um, yeah. But they got a running back now. That's for sure. Yep, they sure do. I mean, it'll be interesting to see how they are moving forward. I don't think they'll be very good, but you lose a guy like Russell, it's going to be hard to replace. Yeah, that he's a franchise for a couple guy. Of years. He's a franchise guy. So yeah. I agree. So Tampa with Brady coming back, they got uh, a taken. They took a guard and tackle in the second. Um, <laughs> Luke Godecki. I don't know how to say his name. Um, yeah, it doesn't. Outside of that, doesn't look like they did much. Logan Hall. Yeah. In the first pick of the second round, defensive end. Yeah, that, this guy has him a defensive tackle, which is interesting. But, I mean, Tampa's, they're fine. They got all those vets and Brady coming back. They'll make another run this year, but they, that'll be a situation where once Tom's gone, there's probably not going to be as good. It's going to be a massive void. Um, yep. It's time to get a – next draft will be the year of drafting the quarterback. Yep. So, Tennessee here. They got Traylon Burks after trading AJ Brown, which not a bad trade in my or not a bad trade off in my opinion. Burks is really good. Um, he's a big guy, but he he did some good things at Arkansas. But can he do it? You know, against the best. So we we shall see. Uh, they also drafted Malik Willis, your favorite player. Yeah. Um, he was a top ten draft projected guy who fell all the way to the third round. I'm telling you, I knew that was going to happen. You know, I. I yeah. knew that was going to happen, you know? So yep. uh, I just, um, I called, I was like, yo, he's just, that's just, and I, dude, I wish, I hope he goes in there and wins a damn MVP. 
I'm I, I I have no ill wishes, but I just don't think that he's a good quarterback. Um, I hope he does I don't great. Either. I just I just feel like they said, okay, we got a we got a mediocre quarterback. Let's just draft another mediocre quarterback. You know, like there's no value there. There's no trade value there for a good quarterback. You know. Yep. I just don't understand the pick. Speaking of the mediocre quarterback, what are your thoughts on his comments about not being a mentor? Um, I think Malik needs to – obviously he's going to use that to motivate himself. But secondarily, I don't know if when I look at – when I look back on Tannehill's numbers, I don't know if I want him to be my mentor. Um, I mean, we can look him up. I might be shocked by his stats that stack up. He's very average quarterback, Top man. Starting QBs in NFL. Look up QBR or something along those yeah. lines. NFL QB index as of January twelfth, twenty twenty two. Tom Brady number one. Weird. Aaron Rodgers number two. Josh Justin Herbert number three. Joe Burrow number four. Pat Mahomes five. Josh Allen six. Kyler Murray, 7, Matt Stafford, 8, Dak, 9, Derek Carr, 10, Ryan Tannehill, 11. Yeah, middle of the road. That makes sense. At least he's in the top third. He's in the back end yeah. of the top third, but he is in the top third. Um, His final ranking in 2020 was 8th. His final ranking in 19 was 7th in 18, 30th, 17 NA, because he literally didn't play. 2016, 24th, 2015, 26th, 2014, 13, 2013, 14. So they swapped the numbers. Um, so did well, I'll say, in 19 and 20. He, was, he did good. But I just, I don't know, man. I, I just don't believe in him, full disclosure. I don't either. Uh, my thing with Tannehill saying that, like, look, it's not his duty to do that. But at the same time, maybe just don't say it. Even though you're getting asked, are you going to mentor him? Like, yeah, if the guy comes to me, I'll help him out. Definitely out of pocket. I'm not going to go out of my way. Very very out of pocket on the comment, for sure. Dude, it just makes you look like a jackass. Yeah, hey, man, don't be a dick. It's hella unnecessary. Like, hey, man, you're already on thin ice because you threw a pick on in the playoffs like that. But, like, look, you got to understand – you're going to get passed up eventually, but I don't think it's his job to teach this kid. He doesn't need to take him under his wing, but if the guy asks, goes out of his way to ask, like, hey, what would you what'd you see in that formation there? In practice, he should be he should answer that. But it's not like he needs to, like, just come up to him, give him, give him his job, essentially. I don't think he should do that, but no, he just came off like a jackass. Definitely and that, a huge, that's just dumb. Definitely a huge tool play. Um, that's not what you want your starting quarterback to say ever. I can promise you he got an earful from the coach. Yeah, um, imagine this. Super necessary. You're the French. That happens. And you're already on thin ice because of how you played in that playoff game. You choked. You fucking choked. And then you say this shit. You're going to, hey, you start losing a couple games. You need to look over your shoulder. There's no doubt about that. No doubt about it. So, I um, you hate to see it. Just um, I don't know. I wouldn't be shocked if Malik gets a chance. He'll definitely have a package. I think so too. He's too athletic not to. Yeah, you got to give him a package for sure. Yep. 
Uh, speaking of quarterbacks who might lose their job, let's talk about the Washington Commanders. Still hate that name. Uh, they picked Sam Howell in the fifth. I think that's actually pretty pretty good steal for them because everybody, you know, massive value. I'll be year. honest. I think the kids I'm got tremendous, say the values there. tremendous upside. As a pocket quarterback, yes, he's just not super athletic. Not athletic, but uh, neither is Tom Brady. True, true. Uh, I just think this guy might actually beat out Carson Wentz because Carson Wentz sucks. Carson Wentz sucks, for sure. So, like, you're better off playing Sam Howell than playing there's Carson. There's no Wentz. upside for Carson. I hate that for him, but ever since he blew his knee out, he just hadn't been the same. When you also sprain both ankles on one play, yeah, you can't double you can't double barrel sprain your ankles. You know, I can't, you can't do that, man. Hey, man, no. You can't do it. Do some damn cone drills, you know. Get some ladder work in. Get those agility going, you know. Yeah. You can't be you can't be spraining both ankles on one play. That's for sure. Definitely not. They also drafted Brian Robinson, another running back from Bama, as well as Jahan Dotson. Uh, they traded back and they still got him. I think that's good. I, I think Dotson's pretty good. Um, he's a kid out of Penn State. I think they had a pretty solid draft. You just got to get rid of Carson. <laughs> Yeah, um, I'm telling you, I'm, I would not be shocked if Sam Howell is a good quarterback, if they can develop him. I really won't. Yeah. I won't be. I mean, look at his sophomore season. He popped off. He did great. He did really good things. His decision-making was good. Everything was good. And then the pressure, I'm, I just feel like the pressure got to him. I mean, he was the preseason Heisman favorite. Um, yep. And North Carolina was ranked like seventh or some shit going into the year. And uh, it also didn't help that their defense just was yeah their atrocious. defense was really bad they were a full blown Big Ten middle of the road football team so it was um that was tough but uh I think he's I think he's got he's very capable I think yeah so that's the uh, end of the draft there it was kind of a crazy draft there was I think nine trades in the first round um it was just constantly I was at the Braves game but it was constant checking because. Oh, who's trading here? Who's getting this guy? What's going to happen here? It was it was wild. It was a lot of fun to see. Um, I enjoyed watching it afterwards, after the fact. Um, it's always fun. It gives us something to talk about. You know, 100%. this time of the these times of the year where there's not much going on, it can be a little rough. There's no doubt. But I um, I'm pleased with what I'm looking at. I think, man, like you said, I think. The Jets are crushing. I'm, there's a huge question mark there at QB. I think the Saints pulling Tyron Math, Tyron Matthew, um, That's is going to be beneficial. I think sticking with Jameis is a smart decision. Um, me and you both know before he got injured, he was doing great. I mean, he beat the Packers by 30. Um, yeah, he, had, he yeah. was doing well, and then he got injured. So if he makes a quality rebound, um, dude, I think they're solid, bro. I think they're. I think they're. I hate it. I think they're I a it. solid team. Yeah, I hate the Saints, though. No, I mean, obviously, you, we, nobody loves the Saints. I'm just saying. Yeah. They're going to be – No, I They're mean, definitely going to be the back. only team to compete yeah. against the Bucks. Yeah. I mean, Carolina's bad. Atlanta's going to be bad. It's it's Tampa's division for sure. It's definitely. But, I mean, the Saints can always have the, have their defense bail them out. Every time. There's, that's how they should. Every time. There's no doubt about it. They got a good defense for sure. Um, now they added another crucial piece. Matthew's a good player. Um. Uh, like I said, I, I wouldn't be shocked if they're they're a decent team. They're a ten, eleven win team this year. Yep. Yeah, I, I it's going to be hard to make any picks yet. We'll have to see see if there's any more trades or anything. No, we're not doing that just yet for sure. Way too early mock draft twenty twenty three. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if I can put some <laughs> futures in. 
Oh, you probably could. Bryce Young, number one pick. We 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 both know it's going to be Anderson, right? Unless he gets hurt, it's going to be Anderson. Who? Will Anderson's going to be number one overall pick next year. God, yeah. He's a freak, dude. Barring injury, he's number one. He is a unit, and I guess it really just depends on who the team is and what they need. I mean, but uh, he he's definitely a top three pick. That is without a shadow of a doubt. And if Bryce pops off, Alabama might have the first two picks in the draft. Yeah, that's what I actually did see way too early. I think it was Todd McShay, and he had those two going first. It was Will and then Bryce. And I think Stroud. Stroud. Because quarterback stuff. Stroud. He had a lull. He had a lull. He popped off really hardcore and then had a lull and then popped off again. If he doesn't, he lost if he doesn't have a lull, then uh, I think I think you're right. I think he's a good player. Hey, I'll take that back. It's definitely Stetson Bennett, number one overall. Yeah. Is he coming back? <laughs> yeah, he's our quarterback this year. What? He feels like he's been there for 342 years. I know. It's crazy. Good player, though. He was, beats his ass off. Hey. I'll give him that. He was there for the first national championship. Like, that was his freshman year when we lost to Bama in overtime. That's wild. He's been there that long. Yeah, good for him. It's a fucking COVID year, man. Good for him. Good for him, dude. I uh, I like the kid. Yeah. Anyways, I'm good if you yep. are. I don't have much else. Another good episode. Um, guys, thank y'all for hanging out with us, man. Like, rate, review, subscribe to the channels. Uh, please do. Um, please continue downloading and hanging out with us. And if you have any concerns like y'all did with the audio, please share us. That was awesome for us. It was good feedback. I heard it myself, but um, it is good to hear you guys uh, chirping in and making sure that we have the best quality that we have. And we, we're putting our best quality out there for you guys. So we appreciate you. Um, another good episode. Good, good, A good girthy one, you know. We had some girth yeah. on it this time. We had a few topics, but hey, we you know us. We can bullshit. We can do it. That's, like, that's, that's the name of our game, dude. Um, <laughs> like I said, thank y'all for hanging out with us, man. I hope y'all have a phenomenal weekend. Episode 103, 102 and a half of the podcast. And um, I'm good to go. I hope y'all have a great weekend, man. You good, Ryan? Yeah. Yep, I'm good. Y'all have a great weekend. We'll see you guys next yes, week. Sir. Probably a little bit earlier since I'm going on vacay, sure. but we'll figure it out. out.